When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. Six o'clock in the Southland on a live imaging Wednesday. On Shinano and Cap, the family, the Homish Booker is back together. Myself, Cappy, Shinano, producer Winsy, producer Laura, producer Funches, and it is time for what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. Well, Tampa Mayor Kelly Castor was on a family fishing trip in the Florida Keys recently when she caught a 70-pound whopper. But... The extraordinary catch turned out to be 70 pounds of cocaine. All right. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Worth about $1.1 million. Jeho, man. What was that? Jeho. It's Yeo. Yeo. No, man. Jeho. I think the J is No manches. You got the stuff? You You got got the money? Right. Manolo, shoot this. I actually kind of like that impression. All right, so 70 pounds of coke <laughs> in the fish, yes. So, wait, uh, in the fish? How long would that last no, no, Cappy no. back in the 80s? Was it in the fish or did she it, find a brick? Wait, wait, there was somebody who caught a fish that swallowed no, no, 70 no, no, pounds listen, of just, cocaine? Let me, let me finish. So they were mahi-mahi fishing off the Middle Keys city of Marathon mm-hmm. when they spotted something floating in the water, and it was a big package. It was a brick. Yes, a package with tw- uh, 25 bricks Yeah, of that's cocaine. a normal yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. There. So they picked it up. They took a picture of where they were. So now I had to avoid those when he washed up on the shores of Miami years ago. Yeah, you got to be careful. (laughs) Those things are just floating out there, huh? Yeah, Yeah, that's how you stay afloat. (laughs) They brought it in. That's how you start a new life, too. So what did they do with it? They brought it in, and they called the U.S. Border Patrol. The authorities, I'm sure. I feel like you got to keep some of it, right? Well, I mean, here's the thing. Let me ask you guys a question. Mm -hmm. Hypothetical. You say it's $70,000 worth of No, it's $1.1 million. The problem is if you keep some of it, probably somebody's looking for that. So you you know if you were to, if you found it like you're just a normal person and you keep it somebody's going to be looking for it. Well, you make it look like it got like shipwrecked, you know. Yeah, but, but you're going to have to start moving it. Well, and, and that's the key. Like, what are you going to do? Put it on eBay? Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. You got to find a guy who's going right. to find right. a guy. So the thing is, is this? Cap was your dad? It, it, I know my dad in Florida <laughs> could maybe handle this. But here's the thing: if I told you that you found 1.5 million dollars in hundred dollar bill bricks floating in the ocean, what do you do with that? Keep them. Okay, now you find 1.5 million 70 pounds of cocaine. What do you do with that? I would give most of it back, but I'll keep a little bit of it. You mean like for your own personal use? I guess. I don't know. I don't do it. <laughs> but you gotta, I don't know. You gotta it's worth a lot it. of money. You got to prepare it. Whatever people do with it. Here's the thing. Because that's just, <laughs> that's know. fresh, pure. You got to prepare it. I'd call uh, some people that I know. The worst part of this is <laughs> may or the, may the, not ca- work here. the cash you keep. The yeho, you got to give that back to somebody because you can't move that. You can't call your friends and go, dude, you're not going to believe this. I just found 70 pounds of cocaine. Why not? Can I buy some? Why sure, not? come on over, buy some. Because you, you can become a Coke dealer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Coke dealer. Well, not anymore, you're not. 
It was a one-time thing. I mean, if they had Coke dispensaries, I'd be able to walk in and go, yo, look at all this Coke. You guys want to buy it from me? I can't do that. I can't be moving Coke. That is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. You're just sitting there quiet because you probably know how we could get rid of it. (sighs) What? You got all these ties to Miami? Awfully presumptuous. Well, didn't you you back in the day too? Not like Sedano. Before you got run out of that town? Sedano was the mayor. Because it's Cubano, but that got... Mm. I mean, I guess. No. No? No. Mm. Just because I'm Cuban, I know. (laughs) Right? No? Dead eagle. You're an idiot. Well, I mean, if they came up with 70 pounds of bagels, you'd be like, you know how to move those. Not prendes, dude. I don't think anybody else would be, well, maybe maybe somebody would be looking for you if you found their bagels. 70 pounds worth. I mean, especially everything bagels. Everything bagels Those are, are good. Delicious. Do you have the everything bagel like yes. thing, the, that, oh, the salter yes. thing? Get it from Amazon. Oh. Put it on everything. On Amazon. Oh, that too, yeah. yeah. I used to sprinkle that on everything. <laughs> that everything but the bagel <laughs> salter thing is fantastic. It really is. Yeah. Uh, speaking of fantastic, the Dodgers have been fantastic of late. Julio Diaz, mm-hmm. 14 scoreless innings. Uh, Freddie Freeman playing at an MVP. Isn't it fascinating that Freddie Freeman went from being the guy who, I mean, to put it mildly, seemed to be at one point a year and change ago, right. lamenting perhaps even the move to the Dodgers, to now being one of the clear leaders of this team. It is so funny you say that because just the other day, I was thinking about how last year when the Dodgers played in Atlanta, Remember Freddie Freeman, like, bawling? Yeah. About, oh, my God, I'm back in Atlanta. I'm seeing all the people I used to know. Yeah. And, like, Kershaw, if was you Was the one that was like, yo, bro. Right. You you're gotta, either with us or you're not with us. Right. Like, what What are you, like, still with the Braves? Like, yeah. get your mind yeah. and your body and everything caught up to the fact that you've come home to Southern California and you now play for the Dodgers. Yeah. Stop whining about what happened between you and the Braves. And here we are literally a year later. Yeah. And Freddie Freeman is... He's the guy. In fact, every time you see like interviews being done, it always seems to be Freddie and Mookie together. Right. You know, like those two guys have now become the the one-two punch, the faces yeah. of the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. And Freddie Freeman's having an amazing year. And you know, people say, "Oh, you know, it's your future Hall of Famer Freddie Freeman." And I'm like, "Really?" Uh, oh yeah. And then you go back and you look at his career. Oh my god. Yeah. Like you pay more attention of who Freddie Freeman is today because he's a Dodger than you did when he was a Brave. Well, I, I think if you if you like sports or baseball, you know, you, yeah, you but, definitely know that he was a Hall of Famer before he arrived here. Um, I, I got to tell you, George, you like, don't for care me, enough for I me. Like, it. right. I'm yeah. not following right. the Braves. Yeah. But now that I follow the Dodgers every day yeah. and I see Freddie Freeman every right. day, right. I get a better You're appreciation. Like, wow, this guy's really right. damn good. Boy, I never heard of this <laughs> Freddie Freeman guy before. Where did he come from? He just come up from AAA? He's only been like a 17 time All-Star you before know, he arrived this guy here. guy come from? That's clearly an exaggeration before someone tweets at me. It's I know. okay. I don't care. Yeah. It's pretty good though, this Freddie Freeman. He ain't. Nah, it's, he, he is all right. Nah, I mean, but now, like, you know who's not all right is the Raiders right now. You see this story about Josh Jacobs still holding out, and now the Chiefs and Broncos are showing interest. What, what kind of interest? Like, maybe, hey, we'll go sign him. Is he signable? Uh, yeah, they're showing interest, according to reports. I mean, he's a free agent. I thought he was... Like, he is not. Has he signed the tender? I don't think so. That's kind of the point here. Is that right. he ha- but I don't the Raiders still control his rights because of the number of years that he is in the league and because of his status? Like, I, I don't put. Here's what I'm getting at. He's I, not under contract. I understand that, but I don't think he's like just some available free agent. For if he were, 
he would have already likely been signed because there are other available free agent running backs out there. Well, he'd have to. So the way they can make this work is this, okay? Mm -hmm. If they can't work things out, all right? Jacobs and the Raiders. Correct. Mm -hmm. All right? The Raiders could rescind the tag. Okay. Or they could trade him. Right. So they they are in control, the Raiders. Uh, Yeah, sort of still. But nonetheless, if the Chiefs and Broncos are interested, maybe you say to him, all right, Josh, you know what? Let's see what we can get for you from these guys. Okay. And I'll, maybe they'll give you the contract you want. Okay. I mean, listen, if I'm if I'm the Raiders, I'd like to make a proposal to the Chiefs. Would you guys like Josh Jacobs? Yes, we would. Mm-hmm. We think Josh Jacobs is an excellent running back. We think Josh Jacobs can be really hyper-productive in our offense. We would like Josh Jacobs. I'm the Raiders now. Great. But if they rescind the tag, which I don't see why the Raiders would do that, then, then he can sign as a free agent. They won't do that. They're not going to do that. No, I, I know. I just... So, but here's the thing. If I'm the Raiders and you want Josh Jacobs, Kansas City, yeah. I'm glad to make a trade with you. Here's what I want in return. You ready? Mm-hmm. I want Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so stupid. Right. Of course it is. <laughs> Just like the notion of Josh Jacobs leaving the Raiders to go to the Chiefs. If you're the Raiders, you're not letting him leave to go to a team in your division. Okay, but what if you trade him? You will not trade him in the division. I think that's such a dumb idea, not trading him in the division. If you can get a good haul for him, you trade him wherever. I agree. If you'll give me Patrick Mahomes, yeah, but I'll that's, give you Josh that, Nobody's trading a quarterback for a running back. Of course not. It's it's preposterous. Per, per, preposterous? That's what I meant to say. Yeah. It is to think that the Chiefs are going to get Josh Jacobs yeah. from the Raiders. Right. I just don't believe it. Okay. As much as you think that it's dumb, like the whole notion of like not I, trading I think that's the dumb. I, if I were a general manager, I wouldn't be worried about where I'm trading guys. I don't, oh, I don't want to see him yeah. three, twice a year. That's how I You feel. know what? If you're good, you're good. And if you're not good and you get worse and the other team that is good gets better. But if you get a good stinks. haul and you can get better and you've got the opportunity to get better and you've got the support of, of your ownership to get better, then so be it. I'll tell you this right now, George. If I, I were, would go to the owner and be like, do you want the best haul or do you not want the best haul? Here's what I would do. If I were the Chiefs, I'd be like, do we have to have him? Well, they've got an injury situation at running back right now. But can we not find somebody else? I mean, perhaps, but they're kicking the tires. Why wouldn't they? I don't, I'm, I'm not sure I'm buying it. You're not buying the report? Correct. That the Chiefs would be interested? Correct. <laughs> based on what? Just based on not believing the report. You're, God, you're an idiot. Well, wait a second. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> I've shown you reports before, and you're like, no, that guy doesn't have any credibility. That guy always gets things well, wrong. But I'm Who just, reported this? But I'm just... Josina Anderson, who's a very credible reporter. Josina Anderson yeah. is reporting that the Chiefs... And the Broncos have interest in Josh Jacobs. And she understands, of course... Yes, in the report, it says what I just read to you, which is that which they says control. that they either have to rescind the tag or they would have to trade him. Yeah, ain't happening. I, I again, I mean, okay, ain't happening is not, I don't buy it. It's not the same thing. I don't buy it, and it ain't happening. Okay, all right, Jack. <laughs> uh, one other thing before I want to get to the Chip Kelly thing, but we do that before Dealer's Choice because we're going to be out early because of the Angels game today. Mm-hmm. Gilbert Arenas. I, Gilbert, I think is hilarious. I think he's really he's, his podcast is very popular right now. It's an NBA mostly podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so apparently he he got in on this World Cup team. You know the Team USA right now. Uh, Austin Reeves, right? A bunch of young guys, yeah, playing I mean, on this team. I'm kind of only just sort of paying attention because of Austin Reeves. Okay, that doesn't matter. That's okay. fine. No, but I'm in. I understand what you're saying. So right. what did Gilbert Arena say? So Gilbert. Wasn't very keen on the roster, let's just say. Why? What's the problem? Um, you know, I'll let you have, uh, I'll let you hear from Gilbert himself. 
So you see that list, man, they got, man, it was sorry-ass group. Like, I'm sorry. Listen, I'm happy for the people who make it, right? It's, it's cool. Like, you know, it's cool, it's cool for some of the guys who got there that I don't know, right? That don't, some of them probably don't even start on their team. I don't know. I don't want to look at it. Because it's embarrassing sometimes where, like, you have star play who's really stars that do want to participate, and you just automatically just say, yeah, he's not going to fit our style. How the f- you know if he's going to fit the style or not? You didn't get a man a chance. Or you don't even give a – like, there's there's a reason there's a tryout. Invite us all and let us show you that we can adapt. We're, like, we didn't get to this level because we didn't adapt. We adapted yeah. very well. So don't judge me how I'm playing on my team. Like, my team, mm-hmm. this is how I'm playing. Let me show you what I can do around other players. Just give me the shot, but it should be so crooked. So here's what I'll say. There were tryouts. The guys who wanted to try out, tried out. Um, most of the stars didn't want to play in the World Cup because it's not the Olympics. A lot of the stars will say they want to play in the Olympics. And there's really one guy on this roster, I guess technically two, that don't start. And and the, and the second one, I'm going to say, obviously became a starter later, which is Austin Reeves. The other one is Bobby Portis. Every other one's a starter on their respective clubs. And they're all a bunch of young guys who are really good. I think that Gilbert Arenas comes off here like sounding like such a hater. It's like, bro, so USA Basketball knows who the top players are. They're up on a board. Right. And they go, okay. They ask it, them, do you want to play or do you not want to play? Hey, LeBron, you want to play in the World Cup? No, I'm vacationing all summer and I'm training all summer and I got things I'm dealing with. Right. You know, hey, KD, right. would you like to come play in the World Cup? No, I'm good. I've done it already. Yeah, what's the World Cup? Of soccer? I thought yeah. the women got knocked yeah. out. What yeah, are you yeah. talking Jason about? Jason Tatum, et cetera, blah, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, right. hey, Devin Booker, what do yeah. you got going on this yeah. summer? You no, want to come play? I'm good. Yeah. Hey, AD, right. AD, would you like to come play in the right. World Cup? No, I'm good. Or would you like to train in the offseason so you can stay healthy next year so you yeah. can make your $62 million? Right. He comes off as sounding like such a hater because here's why. If I'm USA Basketball, I don't need tryouts. I know who everybody is, and I and I can really, based on reputation and then based on stats and style and so on, I think I can build a team. Well, and I like Gilbert. I'm not, I'm, I do. I like him a lot. I actually ran into him at the airport not that long ago um, when I was going to Vegas uh, to Summer League. But I didn't run into him. You did not. <laughs> But I wouldn't know who he was. But you, you would. No, I wouldn't like walk through the airport and go, oh my God, Gilbert Arenas. I'd be like, oh, that guy looks like a baller. <laughs> so anyway. Probably like, so what do you say I, about I like, me? I like Gilbert. He would not say He'd that. He'd be looking me. at me going, that guy looks like he was a baller. <laughs> like 25 years ago. <laughs> but it, it's like, they have good young players on this team. Like, Paolo Boncaro was the number one pick in the draft. Know, don't hate, man. How about just, instead of hating, how about just like supporting? Right. Team USA, baby. Come on, man. USA. Salute. USA. Um, and they whooped Puerto Rico's ass. Whooped them. They did. I watched it the other day. They're playing Luka Doncic on the, this weekend. Oh, really? And Slovenia. Where am I supposed to be watching this stuff? They're on FS1, those games. Oh, that's why I can't find it. Yeah. So, But you could if you want. Mm-hmm. I think they play. It's an early game, too. I think they play like at noon or something. What, like what that. day? They're playing in Spain now. What, what they day? They moved to Spain now to okay. play. What, what day are they playing? I think it's, what's the 12th? Is that uh, Saturday or I'm Sunday? Not, Saturday afternoon. I'm not sitting around watching a World Cup basketball game. I mean, you could if you want could, to. Could, but At I'm a not bar somewhere. Now you're talking maybe like, hey, maybe you're at a bar. Right. And it's going to turn on the, ba- on the game. Yeah, just tell me. You put on FS1? Mm-hmm. I want to watch the World Cup game. They say, what channel is FS1? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, just Google it. Mm-hmm. I'm busy over here. Well, just them. No, I'm yeah. saying they're busy. Yeah, probably not. You don't think so? Probably not. They can find the game? Yeah. On FS1? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's that. But yeah, Gil, chill, bro. 
Yo, chill, Gil. Yeah. Well, his his handle. Have you you, you know what his handle is, right? I do not. On Instagram, it is no chill, Gil. Oh, really? Yeah. He so, don't chill. So maybe, not, maybe yeah, exactly. <laughs> that brother so don't maybe chill. he's just play, you know, he's, he's on brand. <laughs> okay. Right. Now that I think about it, yeah. Sorry, Gil, don't chill. Be no chill, Gil. Still. See what I did there? I did. <laughs> All right. One more segment to go. Chip Kelly making sense of college football and everything that's going on. Uh, I also have some insight on what's going on with the, the rest of the four Pac-12 members. Okay. Um, and then Dealer's Choice, all coming up next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Six, a uh, little after 6.15 in the Southland on a live imaging Wednesday with Shidano and Cap. Oh, yeah, it's the Laura rejoin. Yeah, that's, that's what I was getting to. Yeah, get that. Yeah, the producer Laura rejoin <laughs> of the day. The great one. Hit it, girl. Take it away, Laura. Oh, come on now. Yeah, yeah. Cappy is your man. It's Drake. Who the F is y'all? I mean, that's a different song. Drizzy. This is headlines. That's over. That's all right. Who is y'all? But um, I had to play Drake's song because this weekend we partied a little too much. And I got stranded in Temecula. And this is all we're listening to because we're like, we can't find keys. We can't get home. F it. I kind of felt like way too long. I felt like no lie when I was watching that like Johnny Football documentary, The Untold Stories, which was like I can't get a flight back to Cleveland. You know, hey, Cleveland alert, and it wasn't Lindsay, but um, I was like, that's how we felt. We're like, we can't go nowhere. So you know what? We're just gonna get drunk. That's what we did. That's the way to do it. Yeah. So Drake's got four shows at the Forum. I think yes. next week. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then he's got two shows at Staples. Yep. Yeah. Crypto. Six shows. Yeah. That's how a lot of people do it now. They do a, a number of shows there and a number of shows here. They split it. Mm-hmm. Can, I, can I read something, please? Yeah. <laughs> our great MC, our friend Jason Roberts, texted a bunch of us, oh, the whole group, and said, last segment had me laughing. And I gave it the little love. Yeah. And Cap- then Cappy asked, oh my God, what happened? <laughs> Jason, what are we talking about? Uh, that was you talking, wasn't it? And then Jason just responded, "Cocaine." Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, the uh, Sedano and Cap Circle Trust has some good commentary on Lindsay's because Lindsay was the one giving us the story mm-hmm. about the fish that ate the seventy pounds of cocaine, and then the person that caught the fish. Yeah, but like nicknames, because Lindsay was like, "Well, maybe you just keep a little for yourself, right?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just keep a little, She's just in smart. case for some recreational look, use. You can make it look like a shark bit it or something. I don't know, because mm-hmm. maybe they thought it was a body and they tried to bite it. Mm-hmm. 
Why do you think the fish are so crazy down there? They are crazy fish in Florida. They are. Those fish down there are crazy. Exactly. Like, Just like the dogs. The, gators. the dog that the can dog catch the fish. The fish. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's why you can't catch them. And you know what? What? That dog did catch a fish. Which dog caught a fish? They must oh, not have gotten yeah, no. to the cocaine yet. <sighs> oh, wow. Let me try and bring stuff back in Cap. He's like, Wow, there was a Sedano side by non Sedano. Right. What happened? I've done like four of them. I'll show because of Cap. Damn. Yeah, okay. Carry on. All right, let me hear what's going on with Chip Kelly because this whole college football realignment thing is fascinating. The latest thing is Stanford and um, Cal. Cal, right. ACC conversations. I'm not buying that. So I will tell you there's a better than 50 50 chance it happens. Cal and and Stanford go to the ACC? Mm hmm. Better than fifty percent chance. Really? Yes, because what you he, here's the way the math works. Even and, and I'm going to try to do this as easily as possible. So the let's just say the ACC makes three dollars mm-hmm. per per university. Boy, right? You've chosen round numbers here. I'm just making is just relax and I'll make this simple for you. I'm okay? worried though because if I add millions, then you're really going to get. But, confused. But if you just said one dollar rather than three dollars, it's I'm telling you, it's going to get confusing. Okay. Let's say the ACC gets one dollar. All right. Okay. Per school, you moron. <laughs> And th- let's say the Pac-12 is only getting 70 cents. Okay? Mm-hmm. Right. So the ACC says, all right, we'll give you 75 cents, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of a full share of the full dollar, which is still more than you're getting to the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. You come with us. There's stability. We got a contract through 2036. That extra money that they're not giving to those two teams when they split the pot, mm-hmm. they give it to Florida State and Clemson and, and maybe Miami who are yammering about, well, maybe we should leave to the SEC. Mm-hmm. So and they're like, here, we'll we'll pay you a little more so you guys can stay here because you're the big football brands, right? And that way we'll figure it out until we get a new deal. So that's why it's all motivated by money, right? So it will happen if it happens. That's the reason it'll happen. The big sticking point with the ACC schools is the travel, obviously, mm-hmm. because not for football because it's once a week. It's the other sports, right. particularly the Olympic sports, right. right? So Chip Kelly, I thought, made a really smart point, which is. Why don't we just keep these damn um, sports that are non-football into the same conferences? Mm -hmm. That way that we can do the regional stuff for the Olympic sports and the non-revenue sports. Mm -hmm. And football, since it's once a week, we move around. He added a a, a bunch more context to it, so we'll let you hear what Chip said. I'd be for we're all in the same division. Put 60 of us in the same division and do it like the NFL where there's NFC West, NFC North, NFC South. It's the same thing, and then we all get together, but... You know, I think we should all be in, there should be one conference in all of college football and then just break it up like they do the professional ranks. Based on geography? Based on geography. That's the most, that makes the most sense. And by the way, if you, if you make me bet on it right now, within 10 years, that's what will happen. Well, college football will have one league yeah. and they will be broken up into several, into several regions yeah. and that's how they'll do it just like the NFL. And by the way, I also believe college basketball will have something similar. So the NFL, the National Football League, the CFL, College Football League. I know everybody might think Canadian Football League. But I'm just saying, like, if you did what Chip Kelly said, and actually it seems, and this is my instant reaction, it makes a lot of sense. If you had the top, call it 60 or 70 brands in college football, and everybody was just regionalized, and there was the Pacific Northwest Division, and there was the, you know, Southwest Division, et cetera, et cetera. And then there were, I don't know, I'm just making this up, 12 divisions mm-hmm. around the country. Yeah. And the winner from every division makes it into the, the playoff. playoff. Or maybe it's like the top two schools and there's right. 24 Maybe there's teams. eight divisions right. and then you get four at large or but, whatever. But right. that does make a lot of sense. Right. What has happened here. We're headed there, though. But, but what's happened here with the Pac-12, 
is a travesty, really. Well, but it is the fault of the conference. Of the commissioner, right. no question. Not of UCLA. Both commissioners, or, the two of them right, that not, have been here recently. Not UCLA and USC who, yeah. who, who led the defection. Not Colorado who was a bottom feeder that jumped ship. Right. Not Washington and Oregon that decided they had to go. Not Arizona, Arizona State, or Utah. It's none of their faults. No, a complete failure of leadership if, of the conference. If the Pac-12 a month ago has a television contract in place, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, my, my guess is Washington and Oregon probably don't leave. So, I mean, you could literally go back to the beginning of the inception of the Pac-12 network, which is almost a decade ago, basically. According to reports, twice, not once, twice ESPN offered to take it off their hands. Mm-hmm. Because they're like, well, we get the carriage. We've done it with the SEC Network. We've done it with the ACC Network. We could do it with the Pac-12 Network. Not once, twice they approached them. And the Pac-12, now nah, we're good. No, because they thought they were bigger than they were. And and I get it. They're the Conference of Champions or whatever, you know, 100 years of history. That stuff didn't matter no. at the end. Mm-mm. And here's the crazy part. Another failure of leadership from the Pac-12, okay? The Big 12 stepped in front of the line, in front of them, cut in front of the line. They had an extra year left on their deal. And instead, of they went to ESPN and Fox and said, I know we're not, you know, we're not up yet, but let's get the future deal done. And they, Brett Yormark, who came from a, you know, Rock Nation Mm -hmm. and a big, you know, he's a big agent type, right? Get involved with all big events and all that stuff. He goes in there, he gets that deal done, skips the line on the Pac-12. The Pac-12 actually has better markets than the Big 12 no from a television standpoint. Of course, of course. And they screwed that up by not understanding that when they hired Brett Yarmark, who is an entertainment executive, mm-hmm. that he was going to go immediately and try to get those deals done because he's worked with these television companies before. So a complete unmitigated disaster nice. by George Klyakov and the previous uh, president. Who Larry I, Scott. Larry Scott, yep. right, of the Where Pac-12. Where the hell did that just come out from? Yeah, I don't no, know. We all talked about Larry Scott for years. I don't, I don't know. Because he's that. a gutless bum. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Again, if and, – and, and what's the gentleman's name who's now the commissioner of the, of the Big 12? George Klyakov. That gentleman said publicly the day he took over that conference, and I remember it vividly, we are open for business, meaning – we're not shying away from we're going to go out there and try and accumulate partners rather than you know have people pick us off. We're open for business. If if the Pac-12 had a television deal in place a month ago, Washington and Oregon may have been like, hey, you know what? Let's go get another school here and another school there, and we'll keep the Pac-12 alive. But, but the fact that they don't have a lucrative well, television contract yet. According to the LA Times, he did try to do that. The one thing he did try was that. And apparently, Carol Fold at USC, according to the LA Times, when he wanted to get Texas and Oklahoma, said, nah, I don't want to split the shares anymore, and then they end up bolting. So he did try to give him full, to give him a little credit. He did try to do that before the SEC poached them. A master class by wow. you both wow. there. Real quick, vote for Yamava Resort and Casino for best casino outside Las Vegas. Yeah. Go to yamava.com slash USA and make plans to be with us Friday at the 909 Sports Bar as we watch Matt Stoney take down that 22-incher. Yeah, but we're maybe we take could, one down. Maybe we could talk more about this tomorrow, Ken. I happen to love this story. Yeah. It, it, like, I hate it, but I love it. No, I get it. You know what I mean? Like, it's I hate an the destruction of conversation. the Pac-12. Yeah. Yes. But I am so impressed with what the Big 12 is doing. And they don't have anywhere no, near no, the television no, market. They got Pac-12 Morgantown, West Virginia. Right. And, Is that uh, attractive Lubbock, to Lubbock, Texas. Right. Right. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, all right. We're done here. Excellent work, Cappy. Not bad. Christopher, great job. Thank you. 
Lindsay and Laura, excellent work. Funchy, excellent work as well. We will talk to you mañana. What's coming up next? Angels baseball. Oh, that's right. Angels baseball. Coming your way.